today. Governor DeSantis suspends a Soros-backed state attorney. Uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke is confronted over his views on abortion, and the United States declares monkeypox a public health emergency. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by, of course, Blaze TV contributor Jakub Buyens, host of The Bottom Line. Uh, we also have a very special guest in the house. We have Representative Lauren Boebert, who is, of course, of Colorado. Uh, she also has a new book out, My American Life, which I want to get into uh, with you later. Congresswoman, mm -hmm. absolutely. If you would allow yes. me, but we're really, really excited that you're here. Yes, thank you. It's so great to be here with you in person. Yes, it's amazing. Yes. yes, yeah. We're happy that you know. I mean, for a while, I was like, the God, they're doing CPAC like every couple of months. What is with this? Right. But yeah. it brings more people to it Dallas, does. It does. and we get you guys in studio, so we're yes. fine with it. Yes. We're fine with it. Well, and we are built for assembly, like yeah. to, to have that community, that fellowship. And so I, I love these events that are taking place all over the nation and just getting people together and energized. Yeah, 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 I totally agree. So we're really, really glad that you're here. Um, so I want to, we've got a lot of stuff uh, here on the show today, but I wanna first get to the most breaking news as of the time of this taping, which is uh, the United States is declaring monkeypox a mm. public health emergency. Uh, they said cases have topped 6,600 nationwide. It's interesting because as the government is saying we need to uh, access emergency funds, we need to allow health agencies to collect more data about cases and vaccinations. Of course, of course, the vaccination. Uh, accelerate vaccine distribution and make it easier for doctors to prescribe treatment. They're trying to uh, pull the lever on all of these powers. And I was like, I'm sorry, how many people have died in the United States? Oh, zero. Mm. So... But mm. it's important enough. Mm. Uh, it's important enough to declare it a public health emergency. Right. Not important enough to cancel any sort of uh, San Francisco, you know, Pride uh, gay festivals, which they were already bracing themselves in Austin as right. well. They were already bracing themselves for the impact because they knew that this was going to spread this particular virus. Not important enough to cancel right. those events, but important enough to make sure to declare it a public health emergency. Um, Congresswoman, I'm going to go to you first on this. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Well, just like you said, you know, they're, they're not canceling uh, exactly where the outbreaks are taking place. Um, but go back to COVID. They shut mm -hmm. down our churches. Mm -hmm. They shut down our schools. They shut down our businesses, our grocery stores. I, 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 it was absolutely insane. Everything, the entire planet was shut down over this. And we know exactly what causes this monkeypox? And they're not doing anything. No, actually, you're a bigot if you talk about it. Right. And, and and I think it's uh, interesting. We have midterm elections coming up, and suddenly mm -hmm. there's a new yep. health mm -hmm. emergency from the federal government. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I mean, President Ronald Reagan, I'm not looking for zombie Reagan to come and save America, uh, <laughs> but he really did say it best. He said... The most dangerous words are, I'm from the federal government mm -hmm. and I'm here to help. Yeah. Uh, e everything that they have done has only caused more pain and more suffering to the American people when they, when they tried uh, with their COVID relief. And um, it, I'm not looking to them 
for help from monkeypox. Yeah, what was it, $7 billion that the Biden administration said that they wanted to prepare for monkeypox in this? And I think a lot of people, it's lost on a lot of people, like, no, that's your money. Yes. That's that's our money. That's yes. not just Always. just abstract money that they're bringing in. This is our money that they're declaring they want to use for this totally uh, treatable, or I should say, you could plan for it. Right. Uh, preventable. You know, right. Yeah. Totally preventable. Thank yes. you. It's like I mean, maybe just don't participate in the orgy. Yes. Maybe just it's exit only, a, fellas. That that's start. my. <laughs> That would be a nice start, Sarah. If we can get back to sexual morality in our country, mm. then I mm-hmm. wouldn't have to fight sex trafficking of children every day. You yeah. know? But, but it's interesting. What, what's very interesting to me is that their savior, the white knight from the AIDS epidemic, you know, a.k.a. Anthony Fauci, who touted AZT mm-hmm. that killed millions of people around, especially Africans. It's funny that Fauci has not resurfaced to come tout the gay agenda and and i'd say it i don't care if they call me a bigot look this is from gay sex it's anal sex it's something that's so pervasive now remember they're pushing anal sex in school curriculum right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is Teaching a school kids curriculum. how to have and enjoy and it give consent. Yes. yes yes and give consent we, we, and so so this is the result you know so if they're really so afraid of it mm-hmm. then let's get into every school right now it's kind of like the, the embryo story. We want a tax credit for the embryo. I'm like, yeah, let's give you a tax credit for yeah, the embryo like, and cancel abortion. Your right. terms are acceptable. Right. We're right. fine with so. that. Yes. Monkeypox is real. Let's stop gay sex. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. All throughout the country. So, no, look, it's hypocrisy because it's one thing. It's the midterms. It's what mm-hmm. it's about. Yes. It's the same reason why the president jumped on the 10-year-old rape case. Right. Anything, and they'll throw it out there with no proof and verify. Right. It's because they're in Deep trouble. There's serious trouble. November's coming fast. Yes, and they can't talk about the policies because no. the policies are absolutely treacherous. Yeah. Americans are paying the price for yeah. these bad policies. Mm-hmm. Our, our country, I mean, we're, we're nearing $35 trillion in debt. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And they continue want to, wanting to throw money at the problems, thinking that's a solution. I haven't no. seen a solution yet from the money mm-hmm. that they throw at this. But, you know, you said zero people have died in the United States from monkeypox. Zero. Well, what about fentanyl? Mm. Fentanyl fentanyl. is the number one killer in ages 18 to 45 in the United States right now. Colorado, where I I represent, it's the number two Uh state in America for fentanyl overdoses. And we have a wide open southern border. Mm -hmm. We know where it comes from. Mm -hmm. It's coming from China through our southern border. And they are doing nothing to stop it. I'll, I'm so glad you're at this table. <laughs> I was like, uh, you are in really yeah, good yeah, company yeah, yeah, no, right I'm now. I'm so with glad Yaku. you're at this table because the amount of work we've done in Boulder, mm-hmm. Boulder yes. has been decimated yes. for the last decade. I mean, Boulder, mm-hmm. you're stepping over needles at times. Yes. And we've seen what happens when you take an illicit drug mm-hmm. and you legalize it. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, fentanyl's flowing through to Colorado, into Illinois, uh, you know, McKinney. Frisco, Texas, disproportionate deaths with fentanyl. No, this administration has no policy that's pro-America. That's why they can't tout a policy. They can't run with a policy because if they were to truly show their policies to Americans, it's more death and destruction because they want to drive this country to her knees. Yes, it's all intentional. And, you know, I want to say in Colorado, they actually reduced the penalties for fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Four grams used to be a felony, Mm -hmm. and now it's a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. But four grams, though. Oh, no. The amount of a a stevia packet can kill 2,500 people. Yes. 
Four grams? We're not talking about marijuana here. We're right. talking about killing half the town. That's right. Mm-hmm. With four grams, it's legal now. It's no yes. longer a felony. And so it's, it's, it's atrocious. Yes. And I, I went the opposite direction. I actually have legislation to designate fentanyl as a weapon of mass destruction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because yes. that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a mass killer. Mm-hmm. And we know China's in, in Mexico in, G, in, in GMP-5 labs, and they're masking it as, as Xanax and Zoloft, and it's mm-hmm. coming in as knockoff counterfeit. And the kids are taking it. Yes. I tell parents. Tell your children if it did not come from the pharmacy or the doctor, they cannot take it. Yeah. They can't take a Xanax from a friend. It's no. just, it's, it's so quick, we right? We are losing so our children. So thank you yeah, for yes. what you're doing. It is yeah. a weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to, uh, I want to move over to, well, maybe a little bit happier uh, news, I, I suppose. Ron DeSantis, who's just doing amazing things over in Florida. I still, every time I, every time I cover a story of what he's doing, I'm like. It blows my mind that not that long ago he barely won with like mm-hmm. less than a percentage point yeah. against Andrew Gillum. And look where <laughs> that guy is now. And yeah. we've got Ron DeSantis making all these moves. It's just incredible to see how much work he's done in such a short time. But um, this morning, he actually suspended a liberal state attorney, Andrew Warren. And uh, he made the announcement during a Thursday press conference. He, they broadcasted all over social media. And he argued that Warren has repeatedly refused to enforce laws passed by the legislature, uh, cracking down on, of course, child sex change surgeries and abortion restrictions. I want to play a clip of Ron DeSantis from earlier. You don't elect people in one part of the state to have veto power over what the entire state decides on these important issues. The Constitution of Florida has vested the veto power in the governor not in individual state attorneys. And so when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty, uh, you have neglected your duty, and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to perform those duties. And so today we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren effective immediately. We are not going to allow this Uh, pathogen that's been around the country of ignoring the law, we are not going to let that get a foothold here in the state of Florida. Mm. We are going to make sure that our laws are enforced uh, and that no individual prosecutor puts himself above the law. Uh, Mm. Another Soros-backed attorney bites the dust. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, Congresswoman? America's governor. Thank you so much, Ron DeSantis. Uh, You know, I, I... I see him doing these wonderful things for Florida, keeping Florida free and holding these corrupt politicians accountable. And I can't help but but be so proud that he was one of the founding uh, founding members of the House Freedom Caucus Mm. in Washington, D.C. That's a group that Mm. I'm a part of. And we are the most conservative members of Congress. And uh, and to think that he was one of us and, and look at him now. Um, and so I, I think this is amazing. Um, our, our children are being absolutely abused by these creeps, by these groomers. They are being mutilated. I took on Secretary Becerra, Health and Human Services. And yes, this is absolutely child yeah. abuse yeah. to have these um, sex change operations, castration of our children. And, and then they want the taxpayers to, to fund it as right. well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 We, we pay for all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We pay for This is the college kid that goes and you, just... We pay for all of it in multiple ways. Right. The, yeah. Actually, <laughs> right. I, I would argue... Societal... Theory, you know the work we do. There's no way to measure. It'll take us decades to really understand the impact of COVID, the impact mm. of the indoctrination of children. There's no way to measure it today. Look, 
I, I love I love DeSantis. It pains me because Texas is supposed to lead, and I and I'll leave it at that for for the minute. <laughs> but what he's doing, if we really look at it from an intellectual, honest standpoint, it's not even radical. It's just common sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Now, it just so happens to be that just doing the right thing today is radical. Right. right. It's brave. It's not even. And I think Governor DeSantis will tell you himself. I'm just doing. The right thing. Just do the godly, God-honoring right thing for the people who elected you into office. It's not that hard, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Well, so to your point, uh, he also went on to talk about how doctors who are performing, this is like how crazy it is that this this is called radical, right? Doctors who are performing what they would call gender-affirming care, which right. is really just mutilation yeah. of, of children's genitals. Uh, they're calling that gender-affirming care. Doctors who are performing that, uh, Governor DeSantis is saying, should be sued. And mm-hmm. this is perceived as somehow extremist, I guess, in 2022. Let's listen to that. Talk about these very young kids getting gender-affirming care. They don't tell you what that is, is they're actually giving very young girls double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10, 12, 13-year-old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry. Mm. Congresswoman, do you agree? Absolutely. Man, that is uh, so incredible. But also with uh, Secretary Becerra, whenever he was there in front of the Budget Committee, um, I asked him about that gender-affirming care because they put out literature uh, about parents being required to have gender-affirming care and uh, threatened that they would lose custody of their children mm-hmm. if they did not provide that gender-affirming care. And then uh, to your point, I mean, look at, look at Governor DeSantis. It's wrong. Period. Right. It's wrong. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, he's radical. He's crazy. He's extreme. Yeah, yeah. No, it's wrong. Not Do not sure mutilate is. our children. Yeah. Get your hands off our kids. Yeah. It's like, it, OK, if it's radical to say uh, you shouldn't be cutting up uh, children's private areas, mm-hmm. then, like, consider me a radical, I guess. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll wear the I'll wear it with a badge mm-hmm. of honor uh, if that's where we're at in 2022. A, a Last conc- word. A big concern I have, and I'll leave it at that. You know, when you go through through the word of God. At the end of the day, a nation has the leadership it deserves. Mm-hmm. And there's more of us than there is government. Yes. No disrespect. <laughs> representative, you're an anomaly. I was going to say, I feel like she is still one of us. So yes. it's you okay. are one of us. But the people <laughs> have to come to reality that truth is important. We have to live by morality and hold the people that you elect accountable. Yes. We have to stop electing down ballot races, particularly in the local level, without even knowing who we're electing. Mm-hmm. Can no longer do it. And so, again, it's not that radical. Yeah. Challenge them as you do. Challenge them. Come on, show me your curriculum. Or like him, it just, it's wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. It's enough. You yeah. don't have to have another reason. It's just not the right thing to do. Right. Um, all right. We've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So uh, you, everyone's searching online. You go on Google Chrome. Maybe you think you're in incognito mode and none of the big tech companies can find your data. Actually, they still can. And they're profiting off of it big time. You don't want to let big tech do that, even if you are not doing anything, you know, weird, unsavory, gross in your uh, in your 
browser. Don't let them profit off of your data. Don't let them spy on you. You got to use ExpressVPN. Every site you visit, video you watch, message you send, whatever, it gets tracked and data mined. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, it's going to hide your IP address and it's going to make it way harder for them to uh, to sell to advertisers or trace any of your activity. It encrypts 100% of your data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. There's going to be no lag. You can do it on all of your devices, your computer, your tablet, your phone, whatever the case may be. You got to, uh, you got to go to expressvpn.com slash why you will get three extra months of expressvpn for free over at expressvpn.com slash why texas democrat gubernatorial candidate uh, robert francis o'rourke was uh he has promised during his campaign to back teachers he says just yesterday he was caught on video saying that teachers should have the autonomy to decide on what version of history they teach. Uh, It's just up to them, okay? Not you as the parent, but the teachers to decide what they teach your children, what version of history, because history isn't just history. It's what version they'd like to teach. Here's a Robert Francis from yesterday. What if we treated that teacher with the respect that she has earned, that she is owed, that we all want to give her? We don't need to tell her what version of history she is allowed to teach in the classroom. To scare the parents of those kids before her about something called CRT that I've never heard of before last year. Um, honestly, I'm just offended because he kept referring to the teachers as she. Mm. And he didn't actually... Is he a biologist? I... I don't know, because I would like to know, like, are they she? Are they identifying as she? Maybe they're not. And he didn't care to ask them. What a transphobic. Wow. That's all I have to say. Rude. Um, no, but seriously, uh, he says, uh, look, as governor, Beto will fully fund our Texas schools and fully support Texas students, parents, and teachers after years of Greg Abbott underfunding our classrooms and calling for defunding public education, which is actually not what he's calling for. They're just calling for school choice, which is something completely different. Uh, I would say maybe if it threatens them, it's for a good reason. Right. Maybe it's just them uh, having a guilty conscience mm-hmm. about what they're teaching our children. Yeah, how about putting our children first? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, and they're supposed to be the party of choice. Mm-hmm. Well, give right. our children a choice. Right. Allow them to, to choose the school that's best for them. And, and what does this teach their version of <laughs> right? history? Your truth, yeah. my, my truth, oh, exactly. their truth. It doesn't matter. We just live in a clown world and everything's <laughs> fantasy. We could be anything. Did you see the, the child who confronted his teacher? Uh, he said, you didn't ask me what my pronouns are. And she said, I'm so sorry. What are your pronouns? He said, rock and banana. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, wait, was wait, he? Uh, yeah, actually, I serious? have some members of Congress that I would like to introduce him to. So like, maybe he <laughs> yeah, could teach exactly. them. <laughs> I'm sure he yeah. would not mind doing that. Um, Yaku, your thoughts? Yeah, when you get back to Congress, just say you, you, you're the intelligent one. Right, yes. When you address me, address me that That's way. Right. Yeah, those are, my, those are my one. pronouns. Thank you very much. My pro- yeah, beautiful and intelligent. Yeah. That's right. No, I want to ask... Uh, Better Francis O'Rourke, how he's going to fund the Texas school system without natural natural resources? Mm. Because our school system here is funded with yes. oil and gas, baby. Yes. Straight out of the ocean. You don't think he can just replace that with like windmills? No, no. Just how are you going to fund <laughs> all these programs by killing oil and gas? No, look, mm-hmm. it's the hypocrisy is is rank in that whole. They can say whatever, Sarah. Yeah. They stand and they do say whatever with no depth. 
There's no intelligence behind it. There's no proof and verify. They can't give you a battle strategy or a plan on how they're going to do it. Here's the answer. We're just going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay the teachers to indoctrinate your children and teach their version of history. Mm -hmm. History is not arbitrary. It's history. Yes. Right. Right. It's there. Right. Good, bad, ugly. We take all of it. Yes. We learn from it. Right. Now, people in Texas have to listen to the words version of history. That's what he means. Yeah. yeah. When they say new world order, they mean new world order. Yes. Yeah. Liberal they, world order. Yes. Liberal they, they mean world it all. order. They mean it all. They've yeah. been saying, yes. specifically, I think, with O'Rourke as well, saying the quiet parts out loud. Yeah. Like, yes. Very clearly, especially when he well, was running for president. Well, you know, I say Satan has president. to announce. Evil has to announce itself. That's true. Yes. That's they true. They announce what they're going to do. We just never take them at their word. Yeah. Take yeah. them at their word. Uh, so he was also, O'Rourke was also in the headlines earlier today uh, for a, a little exchange that was also caught on camera between himself and a man who referred to himself as a minister of the gospel who showed up to one of his town halls here in East Texas on Saturday and asked him about his support for abortion while claiming to be Catholic. By the way, this is really, really a badass. This guy's just like open carrying a rifle right there as he's asking the question, which we all know Robert Francis was probably not very comfortable with. Watch. As a Catholic, you probably know that life begins at conception. And so my question is this, is as Christians, how can we deviate from Scripture? All right? I'm not talking about man's law. I'm talking about what God yes, says sir. life is. Come on. Because he said, I, I knew you from your mother's womb. If my wife was in jeopardy of dying at childbirth, I would make the decision of my wife over the child. There are great men of God that are products of rape that live today, that if they had been aborted, they would not be here. I can tell or, or assume that that we're not going to change each other's minds on some of these very basic definitions. And yet I respect the conclusion that you've come to. This decision is best made by the woman who understands better than anyone else the nature of her pregnancy. Wow. And there were like tens and tens of people there. Dozens. So that was, yeah, dozens, dozens upon maybe said, dozens. There are like twos and fours. five rows there. That is great. Yeah. Five rows woman. of five. That's wonderful. Uh, well, this is this decision is best left up to the woman. To the woman. And, and I heard that man speaking that, that man running for governor saying yeah. that it's best made by a woman. That's a great point. But, Why is he mansplaining that? Yes, exactly. I, I'm a mother of four boys, and that is my my greatest accomplishment mm. uh, is is having my children. You know, they're my greatest blessing, and our children are our our future. Mm. That is what we need to protect. I, I'm so excited to live in a post row nation. Yes. Uh, you know, and actually, I I have never shared this story before. Uh, and I don't even think it's in my book. Exclusive here on the News and Why It Matters. <laughs> here Go. it is. Uh, I'll let you know a little secret. Well, that man said that he would choose his wife over the child mm -hmm. if, if she was dying. My mom was diagnosed with stage four cancer with my youngest brother. I have four little brothers. My youngest brother, she was diagnosed. And at the beginning of the pregnancy, they wanted to terminate the pregnancy. And she refused. Mm -hmm. She said, I will carry this child as long as I can. I was 15 years old and I was angry at her. Mm. And I said, mm. I don't I don't know this baby. You right. are my mom. Yeah. You are risking your life right now. I was so angry. And she carried him to full term. They rushed her in for emergency surgery. We were praying throughout her whole pregnancy. They opened her up. They said, the cancer's gone. There's no cancer. Come on. She lived. 
I have a, no. a now 20 year old. When you brother. choose God, you yes. get life. Yes, absolutely. You get life every oh, time. Absolutely. It's a wonderful, wonderful, miraculous story. Thanks for but sharing they wanted that. to terminate my brother's life. Yeah. And, you know, and. Wow. But God. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. Um, I want to uh, I want to play very quickly. This was not the only person who has confronted Robert Francis <laughs> at a campaign event. He gets uh, confronted a lot, doesn't he? He does. Yes. A, a lot of times by people we really, really like. So back in 2019, you guys might not remember this. Uh, this was a... Uh, Lauren Boebert herself, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who confronted him in Colorado when he was there over his, of course, his, hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. Watch. I was one of the gun-owning Americans that heard your speech and heard what you had to say um, regarding, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AR and your let's, let's be respectful. Let's be respectful. Well, I am here to say hell no, you're not. Um, <laughs> So with that, um, I would like to know how you intend to legislate evil, because it is not the gun, it is the heart of the man that does that. We all have stories, we all know that you, sir, have a criminal history, and I understand that burglars do not like, do not like armed defense. It's okay. Yes, sir. Um, burglars do not like armed defense, yet that is a right Boom that roasted. we have that shall not be infringed in America. I would like to say the woman who handed you the mic is the same woman who uh, grabbed my hand and my phone and assaulted me uh, just was recently. Was it the same? Really? That, that was her. Same? Yes, I was watching this clip uh, wow. earlier before the show, really? and I was like, oh, there she is. Yes. She was still there. Wow. I yeah. just want to tell your audience, because you won't do this, both these amazing women <laughs> have confronted Robert Francis yes. O'Rourke, right? Yeah. Both yeah. of you. Yeah. And I'm proud of you. Thank twerp. you so much. No, come on. He's a gangly He's, in fact, actually not a man. Say. He's a boy. He He's is. He's a boy. He's not a man he, that guy did not go he did not transition from being a boy to a man he was not called up because if he was he would walk by ezekiel 33 7 he'd be a watchman on the wall and he would mm. defend children and he doesn't and mm. I, I would like He's to bring boy. up as well before we have to go to break uh representative bobert you just what this was last month you uh led what 28 of your colleagues in introducing the shall not be infringed right. act to try to push back on all of this gun grabbing from the left yes well when we had 14 senate rhinos um completely sell us out on our second amendment mm -hmm. um, I introduced the uh, shall not be infringe act and we will repeal and defund that gun grab and now I mean even even more devastating what we just saw in the house last week with this uh, AR-15 gun grab yeah. you know that it, it will ban AR-15s it will ban some Glocks shotguns yeah. I, I there is no limit to what they want to do they, they want to completely disarm us mm -hmm. so we are no longer free citizens we are then subjects of the government and their tyrannical rule uh and uh so we had two republicans that passed that legislation yeah. for nancy pelosi the democrats didn't pass that bill mm. yeah. they didn't have enough votes to mm -hmm. they couldn't even pass a kidney stone if they wanted to yeah. republicans mm. passed that bill <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah, it it really is. It's yes. it's embarrassing. It's uh it, it's inexcusable for sure. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We're having too much fun here. Uh, we got to thank our sponsor, Sweatblock. So sweating's gross. I know nobody likes to talk about it. It's like oh, especially in Texas, it's ten million degrees, and you men who have to wear your like dress shirts that are long sleeve, you're like I don't want to lift my shirt because there's a bunch of uh, sweat stains down here. You got to try Sweatblock. It's doctor created, doctor recommended, and they have the traditional deodorant, but 
They also have the wipes that work for up to seven days per use. I know because my husband used them and I can tell you that they actually work and you get a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you will get your money back. You have nothing to lose except embarrassing sweat stains. All right, you got to try it. You can go to sweatblock.com, use promo code NEWS, and you will save 20% with that promo code. It is sweatblock.com, promo code NEWS. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Yesterday, uh, a reporter confronted White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, who, of course, we know is the best example of affirmative action that you could ever have right here in action in 2022. Uh, this was over President Joe Biden's executive order on abortion access that we talked about yesterday. So uh, Javier Becerra, who is, of course, the head of HHS, uh, they, Joe Biden directed him to consider having a Medicaid fund travel expense for women who need to travel state lines in order to kill their own children. Here is that exchange watch. Pro-life Americans don't want their tax dollars paying for abortions. They believe life begins at conception. The Catholic Church teaches life must be protected from conception forward. But this executive order would have Medicaid pay for travel expenses for women to get an abortion. So my question, respectfully please, why does the president want to force pro-life Americans, including Catholics, of which he is one, to subsidize abortions? So I'll say this. Um, so federal law makes clear uh, doctors must provide women emergency medical care, including abortion services to stabilize women facing and life-threatening conditions. Uh, we are working to ensure that pregnant women whose life and lives are in serious jeopardy receive the care that they need. This is what it is. This is what we're trying to do. This is what the president has promised that he would he would do. That he that, that he that he would that he would do. Uh, she didn't stop there. She also threw in that it was actually unconstitutional for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. Let's watch that. When uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional unconstitutional action by them, a right that was around for almost 50 years, a right that women had to make a decision on their bodies and how they want to start their families. Mm, except okay. it's or not in the families? Constitution right. at all. Show me where in the Constitution it says that. No, it was unconstitutional to do it in 1970 right. in yes. the first place, yes. to take it away yes. from the states. Right. That was unconstitutional. This was correcting an for, error. For once, the Supreme Court, this Supreme Court, with a couple wolves in sheep's clothing, yes. <laughs> made a constitutional decision and said, you know what, let's get out of this conversation and send it to the states. Uh, what I wanted to do, though, is uh, please give us a definition for life-threatening condition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Because yeah. when a woman's life is in danger, well, you know, all the woke culture is going to, my life is in danger because my social status is going to change. It's so inconvenient. I'm going to have to take right. care of someone else. Right. I'm not number one. Yeah. My life's in danger. Well, so I mean, literally, to me, Mr. Mental, President, yeah. Joe mental Biden, problems. Joseph Biden, what the definition, because mm-hmm. you guys rewrite so many definitions, right? <laughs> it's true. Inflation is a new definition. Yeah. So just define for us what is a life-threatening condition yeah. that justifies abortion. And they're probably going to say, well, when she says so. Mm. Well, right, because they they do want it to, you know, emergency care um, is usually sometimes defined by the left as, as you pointed out, uh, if their mental health is at risk. Goodness. Then that is 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 defined as, right, as (laughs) emergency care. It's like, I mean, can you imagine being very, very pregnant? You and I have both been in that position, you several times more than me, but it's like, yeah, you got hormones going on. Right. And you're gonna, you might have some thoughts. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, not to give in to the men who say, you get crazy. Yeah, a little crazy. (laughs) A little crazy. Postpartum, no, this is real stuff, okay? Unconstitutional, though. It is absolutely not unconstitutional. And just as you heard, it was unconstitutional for them to do this in the beginning, for them to step in um, in, a, in a federal capacity um, mm-hmm. to, to try to regulate this. And if anything, the Constitution guarantees life, yeah. life, yep. liberty, yep. the pursuit of happiness. Yep. I, I, so that is what is guaranteed in the Constitution. Uh, I, you know, I just you, you can watch these leftists and they'll talk about medical freedom but they're the ones that are promoting medical tyranny. Mm-hmm. First of all, abortion isn't medical freedom, but if, if you could just switch out those words that they say on the House floor, you know, between abortion and vaccine, you know, mm-hmm. like this is what we have been saying. You're not going to force us to do something with our body, which really is our body. You're yeah. not going to put something in my body. They're talking about a completely separate body mm-hmm. and, and trying to make this uh, this justification. You know, I was in a I was in a Mexican restaurant. They had a Mexican uh, radio station playing um, over over the the intercoms. And then it went to a commercial and the commercial was about abortion rights. And they said, we will not be bullied. We demand abortion justice. And I said, well, first of all, know your audience um, because those <laughs> yeah, are some yep, of the most yep. conservative, yes. capitalist, yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, yes, ma'am. yes. Yes. And, you know, but this is what they're saying. And were we allowed to demand justice for vaccines, for masks, for getting our children back in school, for opening our business? No, we, we, were, we were told that we were killing grandma. Mm-hmm. Representative, mm-hmm. do you think we can fly a heterosexual sex flag the same height for a whole month right. as the U.S. flag. No. Why in Hades yeah. mm-hmm. did that flag fly equal to the U.S. Mm-hmm. flag mm-hmm. on every city mm-hmm. in this country? Right. That it by itself. Right. Any other flag. Mm-hmm. Look, I love the Gadsden flag. That, no flag. It, it, no right, flag exactly. should fly the same right. height. Right. I mean, look, in Texas, as a republic, we can. But still, the, the, the disrespect to who we are as a nation by this party mm-hmm. is, is unbelievable. Yeah. They, they hate America. Yes. They hate Americans. So let me ask you this then. Do you think because the left would say they thought that with this overturning of Roe v. Wade that it was going to be the, you know, uh, the the the, it's going to light the fire under all of them to get out and vote in November? I don't know that that's true because they've taken it so extreme, mm-hmm. you know, abortion up until the point of birth. And now they're talking about post post. Yeah, 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 yes. exactly. And it's just like, I don't you know, if you guys would have just kept it safe, legal and rare and right. not bragged about it and not right. said shout your abortion, you might have had an argument. Now, I'm not so sure that the average American cares about abortion when they're paying more at the gas pump. They're paying more at the grocery right. store. They're paying more for everything. I'm not so sure that they're going to get out and vote just on that that 
issue. Right. I don't think it's going to drive them out to the polls like they think that it uh, that it will. Yeah. Um, it, it certainly will um, influence some. But I think the only way Republicans lose the midterms is if we start acting like Democrats, yeah. if we start voting Democrat light and appeasing the leftists with this legislation, just like we're seeing. Um, I, I mean, I've seen Republicans, 12 Republicans vote for um, uh, the Infrastructure mm-hmm. uh, Act last last year that is now yeah. contributing to inflation. Yeah. And we'll probably see more uh, vote for the Inflation Reduction Act. Really, mm-hmm. it's just the Inflation Expansion Act. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if half the legislation uh, in Congress actually matched the title, I would vote yes a heck of a lot more. Uh, but it's Nancy Pelosi's con game. She titles mm-hmm. it one thing, it does something completely different. But that's how we lose the, the midterms, is if we start playing their games uh, and are afraid to vote against something because of the title of the bill instead of actually looking at the context right. of the bill and, and what it does. Uh, so we have to remain firm. Don't pass Nancy Pelosi's con games for her. Remain mm-hmm. firm and uh, do exactly what you told the voters you would do. Yeah. Amen. Yaku, yeah. And just for the voter out there, play like we're behind. Yeah. This is the hour in, in, in November. Yaku, what if what if what if it's not fair? I said, t- take it out of the hands of the referee. Mm-hmm. The greatest coaches I've ever had. I said, Yaku, if we can discuss whether the ref could swing a game, you left it too close. We, we have to show up in, de- in November, and it has to be the greatest embarrassment of yeah. any election in history yeah. with a landslide that the, the conservative movement is going to show up at the... I don't mean show up. When I hear that 40% of the evangelical church did not vote, right. mm. unacceptable, Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. Show up. The country is at stake. If not now, then never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's going to go off a cliff otherwise. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a good segue into our sponsor of this segment, which is Moms for Liberty. So if you are worried about the direction of the country, specifically for your children and what they are being taught in schools, they've got CRT, they've got the, it's SEL now, and maybe you won't figure out what it is, all of the sexual indoctrination. Uh, if you are concerned about that, you have to join Moms for Liberty. Uh, in 18 months, they've grown to over 200 chapters in 37 states. And probably because if COVID taught us anything, it was that all of these teachers were literally fighting to indoctrinate your children. And then in these Zoom calls, they're like, parents are like, oh, you're talking to my child about their gender and they're in kindergarten. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Uh, Moms for Liberty is uh, going to unify, educate, and empower parents to defend their parental rights at all levels of government. They're holding leaders accountable. They are working to replace them uh, with liberty-minded individuals and making sure that parents know that they don't need to co-parent with the government. If this sounds Mm -hmm. like you, which, by the way, you don't have to be a mom to join Moms of Liberty, they're very inclusive. You can go to momsforliberty.org slash Sarah, it's free to join as an associate member. I highly, highly encourage it, you guys. If you are fighting, if you want to fight for the survival of America and fight for your children, you got to go there, momsforliberty.org slash Sarah. All right, Congresswoman, we uh, talked about this at the top of the show. You have a, a book out, My American Life. Tell us about it. What inspired you to uh, to write this? Uh, yeah, so I have my book, uh, My American Life, and uh, the fake news, they love to tell my story for me. Um, so I decided <laughs> I uh, that tell I would yourself. tell my story myself. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so my beautiful That's, boys, I my husband, I, I miss them. And, you know, I wouldn't leave them every day if I didn't believe that we could turn this around. Yeah. Um, but this just tells my story that in America, this is the land of opportunity. It's not the land of guaranteed outcome, but I was raised 
um, partially by a single mom. Uh, you know, she, she met a, an abusive man mm. later on, um, abused her physically, uh, verbally, abused alcohol and drugs, and we were just stuck in a really sorry situation. Yeah. Um, and she turned to Democrat politicians for answers. Um, and they were failed policies. She believed their lies. She needed their welfare, their handouts uh, to to be successful, to take care of her children. And it, it stuck us in a cycle of poverty. Yeah. It was almost impossible to get out of that. So I've stood in line for government cheese. I, I've stood in line for bread and knew that that was not America's best. Started working at 15 years old at McDonald's, really gracious that uh, they were able to invest in me. Minimum wage was low mm-hmm. enough that it was okay to hire a 15-year-old with no experience and and train me to, to, to work. I started my family, have our, our four boys, um, and I, I found my faith. I found yes. my foundation and truly made Jesus the Lord of my life, um, took that message of salvation and redemption to women at the local jail, and I was able to personally introduce them to the God who could turn their shame into glory and lead and guide them into a successful future. I uh, started businesses. I was able to employ these women, and to me, that was far greater than any government program could have ever been. Um, but you know, through all of this, I learned I could do a better job taking care of myself than government ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm a self-taught conservative, and I wish more members of Congress had the life experiences that I've had. I've signed the fronts of paychecks, not just the backs of paychecks. Uh, I've I've lived the American dream. I've Mm -hmm. gone from government cheese to Mm -hmm. being a United States Congresswoman, and there's still a lot of fight. Um, But this is is my story, why I got into politics. Um, This isn't anything that I thought I would ever do, but I got frustrated enough to say I'll do it. Uh, I'm tired of sitting at home and complaining about what's happening. I want to go out and be a part of the solution. Had you already decided when you, uh, going back to the clip we played earlier when you confronted uh, Robert Francis, were you, had you already decided that you were going to run? Not even a little bit. Wow. Not even a little bit. Um, So this was your evolution kind of caught on camera accidentally. Absolutely. Wow. Um, I had never been to a town hall. I didn't know what a town hall was. I actually drove three hours to attend that town hall, that presidential rally that he he had. And um, I didn't know that I would be able to speak um, Mm -hmm. and ask questions. Um, I would have maybe prepared it a little bit better. Um, I was actually terrified when I heard my voice over the microphone, Uh, but- um, I thought you did great. Thanks, (laughs) yes, that was was grace. Um, That was God's empowerment. (laughs) Um, But you know, people people started speaking out. It went viral and I said, wow, there are millions of people who feel exactly like I do. Who is speaking for them? Who mm-hmm. is, is doing something about it? And I, I know politicians say one thing and do another once they get elected. And I said, when are we going to get someone who won't do that, who, yeah. who will do exactly what they said they would do? And I was convicted, and here mm-hmm. I am. I'll yeah. be that person. Took on a five-term Republican incumbent. I am a professional rhino hunter. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't have money. Uh, I, I had $100,000 um, throughout the campaign, seven months of campaigning, and no name ID, won by 10 points. I worked my district. I, I met the people. I truly care about what they were saying. And, and God told me that that victory would be a sign and a wonder to the unbeliever because mm-hmm. I shouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. In the natural, I should not have won. Uh, but he, he truly made a way where there was no way. 
I, I just can't get past the fact that you have uh, four boys and live to tell about it. Yes. Because I only have two, and I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> Some mornings, I'm like, I can't get up. I'm Sarah, too Sarah's tired. Sarah's still in man coverage sports. It's still her and Steven. It's, I mean, when you get to three, four, you this zone coverage, <laughs> you lose right. control completely. <laughs> That's okay? right. It's, it's yes. done. Yes. It's done. I'm in zone coverage, too. Now, I'll say this. One of, the thing that I'm impressed most about you is scripture says that you yes be your yes and you know mm-hmm. you know and that's the problem we have in politics yes. mm-hmm. if you say you're going to do it and you and you learn later that it's not really the best thing for me mm-hmm. suck it up and do it at your own political demise then right but you're going to follow through and it's those moments where the people come and say okay it's actually not going to break you. This right. is going to make you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so your campaign showed America that it's not the money or the mm-hmm. political pundits or the consultants. Mm-hmm. It's, in fact, the people. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That decide. Yes. If the people are willing to vote, when it resonates with the people, they'll show up. And we can still turn this country around when we give power back to the people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you can find that book where, wherever books are sold, Wherever right? books are sold. And, and buy it. Um, it it's, it's so important. There were so many publishers who talked about publishing this book, and then they said, mm, you're too conservative. Yeah, sure. We don't mm-hmm. want to publish conservative mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so we need to make uh, a big statement and say, no, actually, the people yes. do want this material. Yes. Um, I also have it on audible.com. I've Great. recorded it, my voice, my story, to your ears. I love it. Yes. I love it. So make sure that you pick that up and uh, resonate with uh, the, the liberal media who doesn't want it to, uh, to be heard. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I want to thank both of my guests before we go one last time. I'm really glad. I'm so glad. Uh, Congresswoman, that you were able to yes. join us. You this took time great. out of your day. I know we've got uh, we've got a bunch of stuff going on with CPAC here in town. Um, you're speaking Saturday. Yes. Uh, five speakers before, of course, our president. Yes. Donald the president, Trump. not the resident. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Exactly. So uh, I hope that you guys, if you're in town, please join us. Uh, if you're watching, I think they have it streaming remotely. Make sure that you tune in for that. Um, Yaku, by the time you're watching this, will have already finished speaking. So if you didn't catch it, you're bad and shame on you. That's all I have to say. Uh, but um, <laughs> make sure that you are subscribed uh, to The Bottom Line uh, everywhere you can find it. And of course, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, uh, make sure to follow her. She is, she's a firecracker and uh, a woman after my own heart. So we appreciate all that you are doing Thank in you. Congress. Please don't stop. No, if you're silent, you lose by default. Yes, amen. Yes. All right, thanks guys. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.